Hey, hey, welcome back on another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. This is not Jack Stone, as you may have been confused. This is actually Ryan, and Jack and I have swapped. What do you think, Jack? Because this is Jack's episode today. Well, I don't want to say it's Jack's episode. This is Jack's uh, leading this one today. Jack, what's going on, man? How do hey, I do? Hey, I love it. Look at you. You're you're the you're the hype man now. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? You're a way better hype man, I think, than oh, I am God. actually. At the end of the day, so we can always go back to that. But hey, guys, welcome back. Uh, thank you so much. You guys have been awesome recently. This has been a fantastic new year of 2023. Uh, a lot of cool stuff going on. A lot of new things happening um, that maybe you guys have already seen or heard about. And so we've talked about some cool episodes today. Yep. Today. We've talked about the cool episodes this week with New Year. Um, we talked about the goal setting. And today we're going to switch it up because Jack and I haven't talked about this in a long time, right? We're talking no. about our, our furry little buddies here, yes. our friends and cannabis, because this is a big deal. This is, you know, cannabis is coming into the mm-hmm. scene and our pets are, you know, definitely yes. uh, friends of ours who can benefit from this awesome plant. So, Jack, let me get your thoughts. This is this is your... 100%. Um, you're interested in this one too, guys. So. Like you, you know, right now edibles are everywhere. Mm-hmm. We got little gummies, cookies, and they are fantastic. We love them. Yep. You love it. You know, on those chill, rainy days, and you're taking an edible, watching a funny movie with your friends, or it's like you know, on those days, or you're doing some microdosing. No matter what, edibles are here, and the consumption, you know, with all these um, decriminalization and recreational use, it just growing, and the industry just becoming bigger and bigger. People have that junk everywhere. So, like, your yep. edibles, your gummies. Uh, so, things happen. They fall on the floor. You lose pieces. People lose them. I've had I had a, a buddy, like, I gave him a couple gummies at a restaurant, and he, he lost them at the restaurant. So, things happen. So, we all – that was, like, a couple weeks ago. But, anyways, things happen. So, <laughs> you're gonna, you might drop it. Like, let's say you drop a gummy. You got, like, a mango or a blueberry gummy. It falls on the floor. Uh-oh, Spot, who loves to eat everything, your dog over there, is <laughs> a nice treat. They don't know if that's good or bad. They're chowing down on that thing because they eat everything. It's dog. Mm-hmm. They love everything almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It happened. They ate your edible. What the hell do you do? That's why we're doing this episode today because we're going to talk about that. Off. Yes, sir. We'll t- we'll t- and this is like and, – and, and, and I think this is important. I would just want to say this is important because animals actually – are way more sensitive yes. to THC than people are. So it's 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 like if you're not aware of that, just just keep in mind, you know, if you are considering giving your your pet cannabis, which I do and and it's not a horrible thing at all and we can get into that too. Just make sure you're, you know, you're doing it in a way that's smart and it's going to help your your friend and your buddy opposed to um, making them, you know, go into like some weird zombie freakout like mode, right? <laughs> which is, which is not what we're looking for, and it doesn't feel good for them either. You know, they, I'm sure they don't like that. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Ryan, sure. Ryan's got a dog, Sadie, and I know you give Sadie a little bit of CBD mm-hmm. and, and for for doggies, and that's that's a big that's market right. now. A lot of products out there for uh, dogs, CBD. Have you like? I'm sure you looked yeah. at a couple of these. I mean, I typically will give her like. I'll go to the dispensary and they sell them at the dispensary. Mm-hmm. They'll give doggy treats or like tinctures, um, bacon flavor, chicken flavor. Uh, they also do it for cats as well. Dogs and cats. I don't have a cat. So I just <laughs> speaking about my dog or speaking, you know, to that knowledge. But, um, you know, Sadie is uh, she's always had a lot of anxiety and she 
uh, <laughs> different ways. She's a great dog. She went to doggy daycare every day when we were in New York City. Nice. She had a lot of friends. You know, she's really socialized, all that stuff. But she has, you know, a little anxiety kick, whether she's in a big group of, you know, other dogs and she just kind of has a little switch that goes off sometimes. And But more likely what would happen is she'd be home alone. Mm-hmm. And then she would have her issues then where she would get separation anxiety. And one one time we came back and there was a big hole in the wall right next to the oh door. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Sadie. she's trying to escape. Yeah. Just digging into the wall. Yeah. And and so that's when we knew that it was really extreme and we needed to figure something else out. And I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I'm cool with, you know, like our dog just needs to be a good dog it doesn't have to get a job doesn't have to have a bunch of friends you know it just has to be a good dog so why don't we look at like go to the vet talk about xanax all that stuff so we did that um and you know sadie responded to the xanax uh you know it just i never felt good giving her xanax like a bunch of it because obviously there's a tolerance to it and we leave every day and it just never felt that great um so and she would do, like, she would destroy things. She would, again, put holes in the walls. She would Jesus. pee and poop all over the place. I mean, it was just like, so oh, we didn't not? want to crate her. So that's why she ended up in, in doggy daycare. But um, what we ended up doing was uh, I ended up getting um, Lazarus uh, CBD full spectrum. I also have used Charlotte's Web uh, treats and, and tinctures as well. But um, Lazarus, uh, I've used a, probably a little bit more. I feel like it's a bigger bottle that has a little bit more value to it. And it is a full yep. spectrum bottle. And, you know, I just give her a squirt of those, uh, you know, on a daily basis. And that helps with, you know, she's got, you know, inflammation in her joints. She's older now. She's 12. Uh, so, she, you know, that's a thing. She's also has a busted ACL. So that helps. I'm hoping with that. Um, also, it's helped with the anxiety. So she's, you know, she she doesn't destroy the house when we leave anymore, which is great. And we also don't have to crater which is even better. Nice. Um, so that's been really helpful also. And that, that's probably the biggest part is that she, uh, her anxiety has gone down a bit and that, you know, is you just want your dog and your, your pet to be happy. So I have um, not, especially cause CBD is, doesn't have, you know, any of the, the intoxicating properties that, that, you know, CBD or others do. Like I, I just haven't seen any issues with, her utilizing CBD. And, and when I talk to the vet, um, the vet's biggest issue, and, and I'll just say, you know, the, everyone's looking out for the pets at the end of the day, but there are doctors and there are vets, and I've spoken with both of them, uh, these types of people that aren't really familiar with cannabis, but they have all the opinions in the world about cannabis. And so, um, you know, their biggest opinion, their biggest qualm with cannabis, the vet was uh, not utilizing it because you're not getting it from a, a, a you may not, you're probably not getting it from a good source and you know, and, and there's high THC in it. And this is just old school, like uneducated, you know, medical community members, just not being aware of what's actually available for people right now and mm-hmm. for pets. So um, there are absolutely uh, quality CBD hemp products that are designed for your pets, even ones with THC out in California. I've seen those before too, like a one-to-one ratio. You can get that for dogs and it really helps with the pain and the anxiety and whatnot. I mean, that's, that's fine. Uh, that I, from what I've seen, as long as you're not just giving your dog straight THC, I mean, that's nothing that anyone should do, but I mean, there's benefit. I mean, you know, they're mammals just like us. They have an endocannabinoid system just like we do. And, uh, and, and they can benefit from the same exact things that, 
you know, that we benefit from. So yeah, Jack, I, I would definitely say that Sadie loves it. I'm happy that I, I use that over Xanax. I don't use Xanax yeah. anymore, and I think it's way better for her. Yep. So yeah, hundred percent. And that's I agree. that's a big part. That's that's huge. And I'm glad that you know you you found a substitute because you know what are the uh, like what what happens with Xanax? Like I have a friend with a dog, Dublin's dog, and uh, Dublin uh, when he takes Xanax, for, he used to take Xanax for anxiety. He just this dog would you know he had energy, he'd bark and stuff, and run around because he had all this anxiety, but he would. He would like just after he got the Xanax, he would, he would just stare at the wall, like it would just be like a just zombie of a dog. Yeah, just and then it's like I don't know. Then they're not really dogs anymore, yeah. and that's the other thing. Sadie gets so happy on mm, <laughs> cannabis. She said, like after like thirty minutes after it kicks in, all of a sudden I feel like I feel like this like the slapping on the insides of my thighs, and it's her tail oh, because geez. she's going between my legs and she's trying to like play and she's like trying to get me going and she's like spinning between my legs and yep. stuff and her legs slap me. It's just like it, it's it's uh that's the other thing. I mean, that's why humans like cannabis and they prefer cannabis often as an anti-anxiety medication more than Xanax for that same exact reason. Right. Mm-hmm. So hundred percent. Yeah. It's very translatable. Yep. Yep. No, I'm with it. Um, so the thing is, this leads me into the next topic. Uh, you know, how is that broken yeah. down? It's easy to forget that dogs and cats have completely different digestive systems. You know, we treat them like friends, our family, very close. They're like our babies. Uh, but so it's easy to forget. Um, did you know they have more CB1 and CB2 receptors than humans? Dogs and cats. They have, have more? They have more. They have more? shown to have a higher number that's, of CB1 So that's probably receptors. why they're so sensitive. Yep. They have higher yeah. CB1 receptors hmm. in, the, in the brain compared to humans. Uh, so the CB1 receptors hmm. are, once again, like, you know, we've talked about this many times before, they're responsible for affecting the mind, alerting the mood. Uh, an overall high feeling of marijuana. THC has a higher affinity for CB1 receptors. So marijuana often affects dogs and cats more than humans. So, you know, they, there's there's an amplified effect. So maybe that's why Sadie gets a little happy. Or, I mean, but that, you know, yeah, it, it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's good information. So the CB2 receptors, CB2 receptors play a strong role in the um, in, in immune function. So that's your anti-inflammatory. We talk about that all the time with, uh, C, uh, with, with mm-hmm. CBD. So anti-inflammatory functions mostly located in immune cells. The CBD releases anadamine, anadamide, anandamide. Anandamide, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a natural yeah. uh, endocannabinoid within all mammals mm-hmm. and has a high affinity for CB2 receptors, which is why humans and pets do not experience the same toxic effects with CBD as with THC. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a big thing. So they, they, they take it, they consume it's, it. It affects them a little differently than humans. Cause it's more, they feel it more, you know, the CBD effects, the well, THC effects. Yeah. Yeah. So, so CBD, what, what that ends up doing is, is it, it, um, it'll indirectly so it'll it'll uh trigger the cb1 receptor but not mm-hmm. directly it does it indirectly so it releases that extra endocannabinoid that everyone has all dogs yep. all people you and i whether or not you've ever used cannabis we all have this endocannabinoid in our system called anandamide that gets released with cbd cbd helps release that and anandamide plugs into all your cb1 receptors and that is a natural way for you to feel better so if you don't like the way where you're supplementing with thc to plug into your, your CB1 receptors, you can use CBD yep. and that'll kick start your inanamide, which will do it naturally. So yeah, absolutely yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. So, so the question mm-hmm. is, is THC, is this stuff toxic for your pets? 
So kind of is, but studies <laughs> show that THC is toxic for dogs and cats. With time, your furry friend they'll they'll come back to their normal self. So this goes into situations too, guys. Like if you got like a, a hundred and one tea, like a tea, uh, 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 you got one like piece of chocolate. It's got a hundred milligrams of THC, and your dog eats the whole thing. That is a pro- you probably want to take the dog to the vet for that because that's a high dose. So if it's like mm-hmm. a low dose, mm-hmm. something smaller, they take a crumb, and maybe uh, I wouldn't worry about it so much usually because the the vet most likely and we're not vets here, but if they take a little bit, most likely you want them to get it out, work it out of their system. Um, so that's 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 one of the big things that we wanted to talk about with this. Um, and, and I would uh, yeah, and I would say just feel feel that out, you know, like feel yeah. that out the THC like. I mean, typically, you know, you don't want to give them THC at all. But again, there are products in California that are that I've seen, at least that are one to one ratios designed for dogs, because that's helpful for them. Right. But if that one to one ratio is making your dog just like, like, just not maybe they're they're fine, but maybe they're doing weird stuff like staring yeah. at the wall for hours on end. Then you want to change that up. Yeah, dosage. Sure. Dosage so is a big part of this. Dosage, low and slow, low and yep. slow. There yeah. you go. Figure it out with your dog, like it, it, you, their body weight. Like if you got a Chihuahua, you know, and they had the hundred milligram, then that that thing's probably got to get its stomach pumped. Like that's a lot, but at the same time, like it, yeah. it depends. Like you've got like a Great Dane or you know what's a a Saint Bernard, some big dog. You know, it's not going to affect them quite as much. So yeah, it's hard to gauge. Exactly. And if you ever are in a situation where like I don't know, obviously call your vet up. You know, um, but it, at the same time, like knowing like the weight of your dog and trying different levels of like, like Ryan was just saying, slow low and slow you have a better idea especially if you have to if the dog is diagnosed with something you know and you're trying to use cbd to kind of offset that those drugs so if your if your dog eats a cbd infused edible there's no cause uh, to worry is cbd is non-toxic so we're talking back about cbd so uh is so cbd's you know there's studies now that show that cbd's there are some health benefits to cbd's with dogs However, if they get into CBD cookie jar, like don't panic, but definitely call your vet and let them know as a precaution. It's just like anything; too much of a good thing could be bad. So if they get into like a, your whole bag of CBD treats, then there could be a problem there. So uh, I, I remember real quick what I wanted to say, Jack. What, look at the look at the manufacturer directions when you're whatever you're giving your pet because they provide like like direction on on what weight and what dosage you should you be go. giving your pet. And and that is always in the back there. So typically if you get buying something that's quality related. So yeah, definitely look at that. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> so how can, how can CBD affect my animal? So when the THC weed is consumed or inhaled by, let's say a dog, it is, uh, is absorbed quickly into the bloodstream. Symptoms can be seen within 30 minutes, but may take up to three hours after initial exposure. Depends on the weight and size of the dog once again. How can THC smoke affect your pet? So if your dog inhales smoke, symptoms may appear within a few minutes because obviously, you know, uh, edibles take longer. Smoking happens faster. Again, we have those specific variables that influences the timing of the symptoms. So those variables can can include dosages, the dog's age, weight, and uh, where and how they were explo- exposed to the uh, the smoke. Um, so symptoms. What's this look like? Uh, so what's this? What symptoms of a pet overdose? So as a cannabinoids work mm-hmm. 
way through your, the, the, the animal system, the immediate symptoms begin to disappear quickly. For recovery, most pets will make a full recovery within 24 hours. Uh, some effects of THC toxicity may last up to three to four days, and it gets stored and absorbed into the animal's fat. Uh, some of the symptoms are vomiting, uh, uncoordinated movements, like, you know, they're stoned and they're wobbling, <laughs> uh, lethargy. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that they're lethargic, drooling, barking, howling, and whining, uh, dilated pupils, uh, uh, difficulty breathing, um, hyperactivity or agitation, rapid heat rate. Uh, so these are all some of the symptoms that includes if, if your dog's too stoned. See some of these. What would happen if they... So if they yeah, so, so that's, that's what it looks like if they're too stoned, right? Any of those things. Like if they're just sleeping, fine. But if you see any of like like the drooling, the the weird barking, like just weird stuff, yeah. right? Like then you want to start looking at overdose type situation, not in a dangerous way, but you want to get them help or look that at least. Yeah, it, absolutely. And if there's ever a situation where you you where if you, they had a whole they had a lot of THC and it's like and you know like oh shit when you yeah. get that oh my god like and you know that there's a lot like you know that's a tiny animal and they, they can like the it. bag is the bag is empty when you get home it was yeah. open and empty you gotta, you gotta <laughs> and they got chocolate all over their mouths yeah. their little snouts right yeah. <laughs> whatever it is depending yeah, on the dosage you know take them to the vet obviously in a situation take them to the vet but depending the the and this is what the vet would do um they might so they call so, the vet for, yeah so for you sure. call the vet we're at the situation the dog ate the whole bag of THC. uh edibles or whatever and like oh shit so you call the vet you're at the vet the vet's gonna they may pump their little tummy uh they're gonna they may induce vomiting or they give them a dose of activated charcoal which has been shown to help remove cannabis from the system or reduce intoxicating effects so yeah that might give them some charcoal to help out with that or it's also yeah. possible the vet will urge you to just sit and calm your pup until the episode passes so once again, it's a situation right. depending on how much they consumed. So it's all about your judgment. Yeah. Uh, once again, if they had a couple crumbs, don't worry about it. Just, hey, pup, let's have some cuddle time. <laughs> but if they had a lot, then you might want to take them to the vet. I, my guess, yeah, my guess is like if your pup is just chilling, they're just going to tell you to just watch them. Yeah. And just stay home. But like if they're like vomiting and pooping everywhere they'd be like all right well now we're we're concerned about you know we're concerned about dehydration and all that stuff let's bring them in so we don't have any further issues so it all yeah definitely all depends on what's going on for yep. sure yep but what's one of the biggest things we can do ryan to help make this not happen uh just leave everything out and opened and just <laughs> ready to be devoured at your pup's uh convenience <laughs> yeah man so Let's let's just keep everything away, right? Yep. Keep it all away, and your your dog will only get his or her fun fun uh, fun tablets or fun cookies, whatever you want to call them, uh, when you give them to them. So yep. you know that's and and again, you know it, it's not that this stuff, you know, is is the most dangerous thing, but the the worst. Nobody likes being too stoned, yeah. And dogs don't like doing that either, and they don't know what they're doing. And so keeping them safe and keeping them from doing anything that's harming themselves. You're like walking out into traffic, you know, not understanding what's going on or something, you know, is all part of, you know, just being in a responsible pet owner. And, mm -hmm. and I think it's also responsible to make sure that if this is the best way that you can help them feel better to do it, 
right? And so it's it's not just about feeling good and having fun. It's it's this is all about you know making your pet feel the best that they can, so they can they can continue to be better and 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 just you know elevate yours and your family's lives more than than you know you could without them, right? And that's really what this is all about. Is just they're a part of the family. Let's let's make sure they're feeling good too. You know. Yeah, so, you nailed it. That's but, it. I love this, Jack. I love it. It's uh, it's 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 such a um, a lot of people have pets, and a lot of people ask these questions, yeah. and a lot of people are scared, uh, you know, and and for good reason. But I think nowadays we can really start finding quality stuff, and we'll put some links on the show. Lazarus mm-hmm. CBD um, for Charlotte's Web. There's there's other. Um, I think Medterra does it too for pets. Uh, quality, you know, products that that we can be looking at. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, this is all good stuff. And then, I mean, keeping it going back to preventative, like keeping it away, you know, a drawer, a place, a secret place that, yeah. that you know, same thing with kids. Like, you know, secret. You know, you Some dogs your... are smart. Got to be secret. God, gotta be secret. <laughs> Some you dogs are do. smart. Yeah. <laughs> you got, if you, if Lassie, I don't even know, generally wishbone. I don't think our, this, some generations have no idea who these dogs are. If you have those super smart dogs and go back in time or save people yeah. from wells, then yes, yeah. of course, you got to get, you got to lock that thing up, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, That's this right. has been a great episode, guys. Um, you got anything else, Ryan? Yeah. No, this is it, guys. We 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 don't want to leave anyone out. So mm-hmm. I'm happy, Jack, that that we were able to to get this one up. Thanks for appreciate the recommendation. It's been a while since we've done this, and yeah. I think it's um it's good that we we talk about it for sure. So. Uh, no, that's all I got, though. I think we covered it all. And just look for quality stuff for your pets, guys. And uh, read the directions when yep. you get those products. And, you know, just be safe. Otherwise, keep yep. it in a safe spot. But uh, definitely, you know, if it can help you, take advantage of it. Yes, for sure. 100%. For your pet. Yeah. And if, guys, if you use, yep. if there's something, a product you like for your dog, let us know. We want to hear about it. If there's like, if you're like, oh my God, right. I have this CBD product that's amazing. My dog loves it. I've tried like three or four. This is what I use. Like, we want to hear it. Let us know. Uh, Instagram, email it, uh, thecannabisc at gmail.com. We want to hear some feedback from you guys. Um, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. More stuff coming, guys. Thank Woo. you so much for always being there, rating, reviewing, reaching out to us, telling us what you want to hear more of. We love it all. Please, please keep bringing it, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Jack. Happy New Year, guys. See you soon.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.